From New York City, the Comedy Cellar and Rethink Production present Live from America Podcast. We will make America great again. How about new, you crazy Dutch bastard? Live from America Podcast. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up, live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created. No, 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 no. Excuse me. Just so you understand. We can't be the stupid country anymore. Live from America podcast. I believe we can keep the promise of our founding. The idea that if you're willing to work hard, it doesn't matter who you are or where you come from or what you look like or where you love. It doesn't matter whether you're black or white or Hispanic or Asian or Native American or young or old or rich or poor, able, disabled, gay or straight. You can make it here in America if you're willing to try. It's just words, folks. It's just words. This is Live from America Podcast with Noam Dorman and Adam Good evening and welcome to Live from America Podcast from the Comedy Cellar in New York City. Uh... We have a great show for you tonight. Uh, let me first introduce our guest because we are going uh, to uh, to have a great discussion tonight about Me Too. <laughs> Finally, we have in ladies in the house because we discussed it before with all guys, so it wasn't the same. So I guess <laughs> it was definitely hotter. But yeah, man. yeah, and three beautiful ladies too. So easy. Uh, what you can That's get sued starts, for this? Okay, oh, fine. Uh, so we have uh, Eve Beiser. Uh, she is a senior political writer for Vice dot com, and you're also a comedian. Yes, a and little you, bit. And you, you were chosen one of the funniest fifty ladies in uh, 2016. Hey, it wasn't just ladies; it was the fifty funniest people in Brooklyn. Wow! It, oh wow! By whom? Brooklyn Magazine. Brooklyn Magazine. Nice. Brooklyn, yeah. And uh, Gina Friedman, who is a stand-up comedian and Gina. former writer. Jenna, Jenna. Oh, Jenna. Sorry, sorry, Jenna. Uh, I'm Egyptian. So, uh, and former writer for the Egyptian. late <laughs> for the Late Show with David Letterman. And Kelsey Adams uh, is a model whose work you can see all over Instagram and f- other fashion outlets. Welcome to the show, ladies. Thank you. And of course, I did forget about you. Don't worry. Oh, okay. And now the guys. Um, Please call me a model. Uh, model uh, model citizen model citizen <laughs> Lou Perez from we are the internet or, or, com. what we the internet TV we are the internet TV no but just we the internet yeah, there's no yeah. no verb no verb there nah. so the one time I say something correct it's incorrect. correctly uh, can you can you talk talk in the mic ladies yeah. and okay. Stephen Calabria Stephen Calabria hey, yeah, yeah. and uh, Noam Dorman who's gonna make fun of me the whole show and I'm gonna make fun <laughs> of him the whole show and Deepu welcome to the show all right, I'm tired of this introduction. So let, let's so get long. to it. I want I want to get to it. Come on. What's the what's the what's the um Let's talk about Me Too first. What do you guys think? Right away. No wait, did, did one of them did one of you guys write an article or something? What what why was the, why are they experts for uh, uh what Cuz Stephen to, Stephen told me that it's going to be about Why were they recruited for this show? And just just women in general, they any special Because we're women. Yeah. Because okay. yeah. every woman no, have, have any of you been victims or yeah, every, every, have, Okay, you've been victims. And, and, they, and they work let, Every let's, woman has So experience. so the whole thing started okay. when the Jewish producer Weinstein <laughs> started oh, wow. the whole thing. There's okay. so much. Went there already. <laughs> so So you guys are against Jewish men? Is that what oh, the stop. Me Too movement is? Is that what <laughs> so we can all agree on? It all started with <laughs> No, come on, let's be let's get serious. All right, so 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 who wants to start? So okay, this is my question. Let me start here. 
So a while ago, maybe Steve remembers who it was. We had a guest on our other show and it, she was a, it was a women's issue guest. It was a long time ago. And the issue was women in combat. Do you remember this? Oh yeah. And, and somebody brought up the issue at the time. People say that if women are in combat, that if they're captured, as opposed to men, they may be raped and, and tortured and all kinds of terrible things could happen to them because, you know, imagine women in, in a war. And the woman at the time, I don't remember who she was, and I was kind of, you know, I had to think about this answer. The woman says, listen, that's not, that's not your problem. We're like anybody else and, and we have the right to be in combat and we don't need any special treatment. And, and as long as we can uh, do it, leave us alone. Right. And, uh, you know, and I don't really buy that, but I was impressed by the principle of it, you know. And what's happening now seems to be exactly the opposite of that to me, which is that, for instance, I've had a woman take my hand and put it in her crotch. I've slept with a woman because I didn't want to hurt her feelings. I've had a woman who moved too quickly in sex. I felt pressured in things like that. And I would, would look, I mean, so why, why am I supposed to? feel i mean unless unless there was some coercion where she was forced in some way to do something that she didn't want to do whether it's you know threat of a job or actually even worse physical force you know something that anybody can identify as uh not not proper then why is this anybody's business you don't like it go home say no now what am i missing just quickly before this yeah i want to go back to the women in combat thing yeah yeah. i did a piece on the daily show about women in combat actually And what we learned was it's not even just about, like, uh, are women strong enough to carry packs? Could women get raped if they're in, like, POW situations? The issue is more just that women already were in combat, so it was a moot point. And we didn't know that until we dug deeper and we kind of figure things out. And so I bring that up just because of this whole Me Too thing. You know, you have your first reaction to some story, but there's so much more... No, I think, but just to make surface. my point clear, am I, is it, as like, I'm supposed to not worry about women in combat, but I'm supposed, about a wor- a woman, I'm supposed to worry that a woman can't say to a man, no, I'm going home. It's not, You're moving too fast. I, that's not what That doesn't convers- sound very feminist to me. I mean, that's not what the Me Too conversation is. I think that with stories like the Aziz Ansari thing, the conversation just veers into... A really s- stupid direction, mm-hmm. but if we're talking about, so like, you agree with me about it? You think Aziz is stupid? I mean, well, come on! I, that's, <laughs> well, she, what, what, say, I'm, I'm not. I'm not, not, not what I said. She said not, it veers into stupid direction. I mean, I I, think, what does that mean? I mean, two conversations. Let her let her say what she meant by that. The conversation about Aziz Ansari came. It it ended up being people. Just both sides were like wrong about it. It was like there's the like right saying like. Oh, so she didn't just leave and say no. It wasn't and, just the right saying that. There yeah, was also a lot of left. a lot of women the on the left. left. I mean, a lot of women and then, saying that. And then there's like the batshit left saying like, well, Aziz Ansari should have listened to her not saying no and like not had he sex with her. should have been a mind when, reader. When really like the actual, I think it's like an interesting conversation to have because if any woman who read that piece, which was like horribly reported and horribly done. (laughs) Like I work in journalism and it's just like, was not done right at all. Like it's actually an interesting conversation about bad sexual experiences that aren't assault, but like are coercive and make women feel uncomfortable. And 
it's not like well, define like, coercive. Here, here's the thing. <laughs> it's not the way that like sexual consent works. Is it's not just. It really is not black and white, yes or no. Yeah. It's a spectrum and it's complicated. And I think that we've all had sexual experiences that have made us feel uncomfortable, but it's not like you were raped. And so, like, how do we talk about that without dismissing the discomfort of those experiences and without, like, calling a guy who isn't a mind reader a rapist? Like, I don't think we figured it out because, like, look at the conversation happening. Yeah. But we're having yeah. the conversation, and I think that's what's important. The subtext to all of this is that Trump is our president. An alleged rapist, a sexual harasser. That's your, that's your subtext, but go ahead. But that is why women, I think, are coming out of the woodwork and talking about all this stuff because we feel this point well, then that good, we have... Good for Trump, I, we should be thankful. Can, yeah, can I just talk? <laughs> okay, so there are a couple things. In this political climate, we're coming out and we're talking about all these things. Uh, the Me Too movement came from Harvey Weinstein, stories like that, workplace injustices. What happened to, before then? The, the hashtag was um, from a woman of color. Yeah. Started yeah, yeah. It, right. Yeah. I just want to get my points right. in there. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for being an ally. <laughs> Hell yeah. So the conversation is about power, consent, inequality. Um, to me, issues involving Harvey are so black and white that man's a serial rapist. He shouldn't be in jail. We should really be looking at his enablers and the culture that allowed him to do what he did for so long. Mm. The conversation uh, regarding Aziz or forget Aziz, just the idea of power, consent, dynamics between people. That's a conversation we should be having that we haven't really had that we're having now. So that's a good thing. That's how societies evolve. When you can actually have these conversations and talk to people across the aisle and my first take when I read that article and a lot of it had to do with how shoddily the reporting was, was just kind of like, wow, this feels like a hit piece on him and this is kind of fucked up. But then hearing women's stories, understanding that uh, you can say no when you you can mean no when you can't physically say no. Why can't you physically say no? Some women can and men cannot physically say no. And get into situations where they can't physically say no. What do you mean? By, I, I honestly don't understand what you mean by can't. There's something. They can I mean, be afraid to say no. They're afraid. They're afraid to say no. Right. You well, just but, say yeah. you have not said no in sexual experiences. No, but I could physically say yeah. no. I could. All right. Well, I we can. I mean, I'm to. sorry I never, I never if felt, my semantics are. Yeah. No, no, no. It's listen, very don't, No, listen. It's, it's it's perfectly valid of me to want to understand you, and not just let it go by me and. Be okay. polite. Well, I don't okay. really know what she means, but I'm just going to let her talk. Okay. I'm trying to understand. We say so physically can't say no. People... Physically, like, I can't say no, or uh, I'm shy, okay, or maybe... I have a psychological issue that doesn't allow me to say no. I don't really don't know what you mean. Okay. I'm not sure if you know what you mean. I do know so, what So I mean. tell me. So, no. What do you mean by physically can't say no? I meant can't say no, maybe not physically. Maybe they just don't feel like they can say no. Uh, because? Because well, uh, they're scared. Ah, okay, right. scared. <clears throat> So, so someone who's, I agree. So someone who's scared, I would say is being coerced. Now, now was the woman in Aziz's situation, it was, she, she never said she was scared, nor did anybody ask you, were I you scared? I think it's not about Aziz's situation. It's about these situations that all women have been in and we're getting to talk about them now. In the, even in the Louis case, they never, they, they never said they were scared and nobody ever asked them if they were scared. The Louis thing is different. Well, listen, I, you know, you're talking about allies. I'm a big ally of this cause. I, I, I no, I mean, I, I be, I'm outraged by, by uh, improper behavior. But I'm also very worried about a situation where nobody can set out a standard for me 
And the standard really seems to be about who do we like and who who we don't like or who we publish. So you're feeling scared. I'm not scared. As a man. No. To be in a situation with a woman. No. Because she could maybe blog about you. No, no, I don't know if you think that's that's cute. No, that's not that's not I'm not scared about anything. What is your what are you concerned about? I'm I'm, I'm commenting you about like I think we're devolving as a society. So, like to me there's a real there's a real issue here. Like this guy uh, win in Las Vegas. There's like clear issues here of men who are crossing the line by forcing in in either violent or or nonviolent coercive means forcing women to do stuff that they don't want to do and that needs to stop. Mhm. And I don't think we should be talking more than about anything more than that. Anything more than that really just seems to me, in the eyes of the beholder, totally, totally ambiguous. We believed Bill Clinton. We didn't believe this one. We believed Woody Allen. Now we don't believe this. We believe Bill O'Reilly. You, you pick but and why choose. Can't we David, talk about David this? Bowie is right. really still cool, uh, even though he sleeps with young people. Roy Moore is horrible, and Elvis was okay. No, it's did you all invite- because there's no clear standard. I can but- think of one clear standard because we're ruining people's lives or humiliating them, and. We don't People's even, lives are ruined all the time yeah. from I mean, well, then go ahead. sexual situations. I mean, aren't we right now right? establishing the standard that you're saying we don't have one? Like the whole thing is yeah. that sex is fucked up. Clearly people are getting hurt and can't handle the way we do sex right now. Like that's why this whole thing is happening. Right. So we as a culture need to establish a standard so we don't have like Things like the humiliation of Aziz Ansari or have people like Harvey Weinstein get away with doing this for a million years without getting caught. Like we need to establish a standard and talk about how to deal with sex so women stop getting extremely traumatized. So women aren't in situations where they feel scared to say no. Okay, so are you so so then so let's just go back to my first point. This is really important. So are we acknowledging that the basic tenet of feminism, that there's no difference between men and women no in sexuality and the rest. said that. I'm but asking is not, I mean, why can't it, why can't we admit maybe it's not quite accurate? Maybe there are differences, God forbid, between men and women. Maybe we understand no that, that, a woman, that a woman's that psychology about a, sex is more fragile a than a man's psychology. we've even had well, yet. Well, we're not even there. I'm well, asking well, because, well, because well, it's, it's, it. it's the assumption of what she just said because we're not talking about men being traumatized by sex. We're not talking about men who are traumatized. traumatized. No, they're not. Or or I would say this. Or or at least or at least reestablishing that sex isn't just something that ah, you just do whatever and it's just all you know all it's, joy it's and all that. that, that it, people make exactly. It to that it's a That's very right. complicated thing that, that when yeah. you're dealing with two human beings who have different ideas on what they're trying to get out of the situation, right. ideas on like even just the physicality, what they mm-hmm. like and what they don't like. When you have strangers in hookup culture and all that, yeah. things get really complicated. When you get alcohol involved, things get really complicated. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, I think I think there has easier been, to me. But it's more simple. <laughs> well, you're definitely going to get me tonight. <laughs> Buy me another drink. Um, but but I think like, like uh, reestablishing that that you know what this is a serious matter and it isn't just something so, you know. So to go back to what you were saying for a second, the a tenant of feminism isn't that men and women are the same. It's that like men and women should have equal rights. That's like a totally different thing. Than I'm happy you said that, but I've heard a lot of people say the opposite. I've had big fights. On this show with feminists who got furious when I said that male sexuality and female sexuality were different. Yeah, I think it, that it, male it sexuality which. and female sexuality are different. I mean, we're socialized. So you're like a second. You're a second wave. You're like a second wave feminist. I mean, I mean, it's not binary. There's a whole spectrum of sexuality. Yes, that's right. How do you? It's, no matter how you slice this, there's a certain thing. paternalism that this is. 
That's why the coercion, like you got to decide, in my mind, you have to decide because if we're going to go beyond coercion to kind of like an affirmative getting affirmative out. Affirmative consent? Get, no, getting out in front of her because she's a woman. And so I got to look out for her in some sense because she may be more fragile. That's not than what the I would be. Is. And, and, and by the way, to be perfectly honest, I do feel that way. Mm. And you can't, and you can't wring it out of me because in relationships, but can I generally that is the case. There is a difference between the woman and the no man. One, and, and, I, and, I, and I think I'm a good man. I don't think I'm a bad man for for feeling that I'm looking out. That I don't think a woman is going to be exactly as tough as I am or not give a shit about or have sexes, you know, sexes uh, will op, will be as, that sex can will occupy exact occupy exactly the same headspace for her as it might for me mm-hmm. in a casual sense at certain times. I, I mean, so no one's yeah. advocating paternalism with this movement. We're just talking about it is paternalism. It's not. That the Aziz is, story is paternalism. No, it's, is it's affirmative consent. I mean, the it's Aziz not paternalism. What is, what is what's affirmative consent? Affirmative consent is just because someone isn't saying no doesn't mean they want to fuck you. Right. So why would affirmative consent change that? Affirmative consent is someone enthusiastically wanting to fuck you versus somebody reluctantly. Or I think it's afraid. really obvious to me. Well, it, it, I think a woman that truly wants to have sex with a man, it's going to be you won't have a question about it. I agree. You know, but clearly this article states that two people can have different perceptions. Well, of especially the same when, when, he gets, when she gets two blow, but, when he gets two blowjobs, it's really confusing. It, it, I, yeah. I honestly don't even I think we should take it off this article and just have it about male and female dynamics because that's what the the cool thing about the article is that and and i it's not about aziz it's not about that like babe.org or whatever (laughs) it's trying to find out who grace is who is this woman (laughs) have we found out it's just about like affirmative consent and people (laughs) here's the thing damn aziz i am 22 years old i've seen her she she drinks white wine i've seen it (laughs) aziz likes some real white (laughs) i prefer red and i am 22 years old and you can quote me on that but can i tell you what's wrong with affirmative consent what bothers me about that okay well let me tell you i can tell you what's wrong with it there's a defect. Me. i think there's a Force defect down my throat. I, I actually think huh, i actually think i actually think you're gonna agree with me if i'm a woman and i'm scared to say no i'm gonna be scared not to say yes that's not always true if, if i'm afraid you know how well, i know quite that? often it would be true I'm a woman right but i'm exactly. saying if you're scared of a guy it's, why are you gonna be, why, gonna why, be why, you not, why are you gonna be brave enough not to say yes when he says do you want to do you want to Dude, no. I, is it, I if you're like scared, no, ask you seriously. If, like, if, no, if somebody has a gun to my head and says, "Do you?" And, and, and so and, now there, so now there's a gun to the head because these are well, all. If I'm, well, if well, I'm, I'm scared, it's not of always. It doesn't have to necessarily be a physical threat of fear. Okay. Um, and this comes from my personal experience. Or a gun. Um, yeah. But then you're <laughs> not, not talking about. So, so what are you scared of? So I mean, obviously, for different people, there they have different reasons to be afraid of something. Um, in my situation, um, I grew up. From probably at the age nine or ten, I was molested for years. Jeez. This is by my father, right? And for me, it started young to be mentally weak to say no, because that's what I knew. I knew to just do what this man wanted, and this was it. That's all I knew. And then in my, you know, my young adult years, I still kind of found myself being in that space of not being physically afraid for my life or that he's going to hurt me. It's just. I didn't know how to say no because this is what I knew because it's just do what the guy says. Right. And it's not about what the woman wants. It's just, you know, but that's not everybody's perspective. I mean, everyone has different reasons, but this is kind of what I understood when she was saying, you know, like 
you don't know how to say no. I didn't know how to say no. I do now, because but it took like, you know, well, it took a while. Well, I actually agree with you. <laughs> it took and a I, long and, time. And, and what I've been saying over and over is I think the real bottleneck here, first of all, two things. Yeah. We, you guys, if you want to, I think if you want society to evolve, with all the, with all the righteous emotion that you're feeling, you have to be able to put it. I'm serious. You have, you're, at some point, Do you, you have hate to us? No. <laughs> I'm saying that at some point, you're going to have to be able to express it in a clear, right. deli- a clearly delineated way if you want people to teach how, their children this stuff. How can you make an expectation of like women? Like there are so many women who are stupid no, I do, and don't I, know how I, to do I, it. No, I mean, the, 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 the we, we all have at some to point, be wait, author. We no, all have some, to someone's got to write an article. Say, we have to be Lindy West, is what well, you're listen, saying. You, but, oh, no, but you don't have to gain that weight. Well, let me just. You don't have to gain that much weight. You can keep your body the way it is. Let me finish. You guys are proving Hold on, everyone's Jenna, point. Me, no, I, I, I think that the real bottleneck here is, uh, ironically, it's not the men. It's we're it's our fault. It's uh, it's always our it's fault. going to well. It's exactly what she said. It's that we're going to have to teach our daughters how to have agency, how not to be afraid to say no, right. and how to say no. Like I have dealt with, but it, it's I, not on our sons I, at all. I have built. I have I have dealt as an employer okay. with situations where my biggest obstacle was getting the woman to not be afraid to make waves. Let me take care of it. I'll stop it. I'll put a stop to it. I'll fire him. No, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. In in the Louis story, this was this was the recurring thing. It was that they didn't, she didn't want to, the, the, the producer says, oh, you know, she didn't want to get screw up the production so they let it go it, it there's a bottom get fired a lot of times yeah, but or these, murdered but, but, these were, but these were not when so, we speak out yeah but she wasn't worried about being murdered or fired <laughs> how she do you know because i read the article she's which article it, it was uh dave it was uh, uh courtney cox and and D- david arquette they the weren't gonna who louis proposition yeah they weren't gonna mur- she wasn't worried about being murdered by courtney cox she didn't want to be the, the 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 stick in the mud who screwed up the whole production I get it. It's it's embarrassing. You're reluctant. Whatever it is, like now we do have to teach our men. But what we what what we have to teach them, they really already mostly know. <laughs> just like they know they're not supposed to steal. You can't coerce somebody. That's just and and you and you and I guess you could try to teach them to be sensitive. But sensitivity, I think, is is not so easily taught. It's very often something <laughs> that you're born with. But you cannot coerce somebody physically or professionally. Can I? And women, we have to teach them. You know what? Don't do anything you don't want to do. No, did you invite but, us on here to have a conversation no, no, ta- or to lecture us? I'm trying to talk clearly. Go ahead. Go ahead. So here, I'll tell. Since like yeah. the only way I can talk about like Me Too and all this intelligently is to talk about my own experiences that were like very gray area. Yeah. When I was like 15, I remember I was like making out with this guy at a party and he immediately just like shoved his fingers up my pussy and it was like painful and bad. And I was like in this situation where I'm 15 years old. I'm like in a public place at a party. This guy's just done this. He's definitely not going to murder me. But like, how can I don't think this man, like this boy was like a bad person. But I don't think I think that in his really bad understanding of sex and probably like through like all the porn he found on the internet, he he just like does this and he doesn't he's 15. He just has no idea why it's wrong. So that I think that's a good example of how like and of course, like I have not had much sexual experience and like don't know how to handle the situation as a 15 year old because teenagers don't know anything. So like if you were my daughter, I would have tried to teach you. That's my point. But 
What? I mean, like, you're going to talk to your daughter about how to deal with, like, a guy who angers her? I would talk to my daughter about... I don't think all the weight should be on the women to have to say no. It shouldn't be, but I think in real practical sense, given what the rage of a man's ardor... Men should be taught to take social cues and to, like... Or to, like, ask somebody if they want to stick their fingers up their pussy. Just ask. Because I may have said no. And then if I would have said yes, the, like, that's, like, a different story. Sex ed should include like consent education and sexual literacy women should know how to pleasure themselves men should know how to you know not just try to fuck somebody but actually just you know i, I think it shouldn't be just the men or the women i think it basically should be the law it should be very clear about what's there right is and what's a law. Wrong. and but harvey not, but according to the law harvey weinstein would have been in jail 20 years ago yeah that's an easy but case. It, but that's an easy case. And that's what we shouldn't be talking about. Like this whole other stuff is like a really good but conversation. But the law should have. be should be defining, you know, the sexual act and all that. You know, like for example, when when um if they want to give you a ticket for under I mean, service, come on. I don't think that the law <laughs> no, 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 is I'm, equipped I'm, to l- deal with this. And well, I don't no, think it's a person to person interaction. Yeah. Everyone is I mean, gonna be sh- different. Yeah, exactly. So but you can't I think I think definitely getting to the point where you where you don't feel uncomfortable saying I'm uncomfortable, and, and I think that that works for yeah, both yeah. ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, yeah, yeah. Just about for, that's, for, that's for boys being able to course, being right. able to hear that and saying, "Oh, sh- I'm I'm it's sorry." Communication. For girls People being be able, able to, to say, "Yeah, right. I mean, like, I'm it's, not, so that's why social cues and stuff like that. I mean, they're often misread. For example, when I. S- said what I said. Uh, I misread the social cue. But I also, so like, imagine you're in like an uncomfortable social situation with somebody else. They're like talking to you. You don't want to be spoken to. You're not going to be like, okay, stop talking to me. Right. So it's like in our social lives and in like every situation aside from sex, people are generally taught to like be polite and like, don't be rude and say like, fuck off. If somebody's talking to you Mm -hmm. who you don't want to interact with. So I think that we like take those lessons mm. and apply them to the bedroom and, like, and then goes over. It, right. And it's like not clearly like people are more traumatized by having somebody fuck them when they don't want to be fucked as opposed to being spoken to. But like we never we teach people to, like be polite and not hurt other people's feelings. And a lot of people. A lot of men are really good at that. There is another thing about like men some men saying that they don't pick up on social cues when you like i think we're giving them the benefit of the doubt in a way that it's like when you're a man of a certain age and a certain power you know the power you wield and you can tell you can tell when you're in a conversation with someone who's getting bored by them (laughs) like gnome (laughs) not making eye contact i can tell i can't stand the eye contact (laughs) that i'm not at home here Um, (laughs) you can tell in just a normal human interaction if somebody's not feeling it how is that different like what you said than when you're in the bedroom with someone i think that it's that men are taught to be hunters and they're taught to pursue we're not taught i mean a lot of that is well the well all the every movie from the 90s is a guy chasing a girl until she Says, yeah. Well, because she's been taken by a brown guy. You got to get him back. A Tamil tell My point is, and then I'll let, oh, we'll get to Steve. My point is that I do think that we underestimate the power of nonverbal communication. I'm not saying that that is what we should rely on. I'm just saying it's something that exists that's real that we all, unless you have like Asperger's, which is a whole other thing, and sorry if it's on that, we pick up. Uh, some people don't. Yeah, I, in my experience, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm shocked how often people don't pick up social cues. Sure, I have a question. Yeah. A few minutes ago, Jenna and Eve scoffed when when Gnome said that most guys know what 
to do. Most guys know what the boundaries are. To the women at the table, what percentage of men do you think know is what that is, what he said? I don't think or that's something what he said. like that. No, so, he said I forget else. the exact word. You wording. gotta get the exact word. The exact word. <laughs> but do most men, do you think, know what the boundaries are and would they be able to conduct themselves accordingly in these sorts of From situations? From my experience, a lot of men understand social cues. Likewise, I agree. A lot. I think a lot of men do know. They just choose to ignore it or pretend a lot or they most. Don't know. I think from my personal, it it comes across as most. I think it depends on the man's age and uh, level of sobriety. I'd right. say that and I've, level of right. power. And and every time yeah. I've had a fucked up experience with a dude, he's like been drunk almost mm. all the time. And so, like, I mean, I don't know. It's like when I was like a teenager and like seeking out bad experiences in mm. a sense. Like it felt like literally zero men understood social cues. Now I'm like, don't okay. drink alcohol. No. And men no. under, Would like, you guys what? agree with this? Mm. It, can we separate it to this extent that perpetrators, Harvey Weinstein, what's Wynn's, what's Wynn's first name? Jim. Steve. Steve, Steve. Steve Wynn. Um, maybe Dustin Hoffman. I don't know. The real perpetrators. You know, we talk about Wait. them by name. <laughs> Things like Aziz. These are uh, uh, broad issues. They're interesting. They're societal. There was no reason to attach his name to this. I agree. I agree. I, I think that we should have boundaries here. This, this, this is about clicks because he's famous. This that isn't about nobody something is he did. Nobody is endorsing that article or the well, way. A lot of people are endorsing the article and, and it's discrediting it the opened, movement. Well, I've, I've read a lot of articles uh, blasting it and then I read a lot of name defenses an article of it. defending not the conversation, but the name. The Times someone, had one defending it. The Atlantic the had a, had a, a contrary article. The Times had two really good points, one by Barry Weiss and yeah. one by Lindy West. Neither of them defended the article. No, I don't think no, anybody who it works in journalism <laughs> would okay. defend yeah. Aziz being named in that story. Because, like, if you are a journalist, like, that is not a newsworthy thing. You Did should you feel comfortable. Did you read the cat person article? It's a short story, but yeah. that was a really good example of something that was anonymous that still infused that helped at least men in my world understand kind of complicated power dynamics of right. sexuality and sex. And it was really effective for men and women. Yeah. And it resonated with a lot of people and nobody was named and it was responsibly done. And it was kind of like this harrowing account of like a one night, of not a one night stand of just like this relationship. She, she was 19, I believe. And the, the, the man was older, like 32 or something like that. It wasn't was even it. the age thing. It was just the way that she felt about him and then how it ended up and then how he kind of stalked her for a minute. And it just resonated with a lot of women because we've all had that experience. When somebody asks me, like, have you been harassed, like groped, for example, I've been groped many times that when a woman talks about a man groping her, I'm like, how is your memory so good? Like, I, <laughs> right, right, yeah. I was groped. This isn't a joke. It could be. I was groped by a mime. <laughs> it sounds like a joke. The joke would be like, I was groped by a mime, but I've been silent until now. But the reality is, how did I, I get was in his box? Groped by a mime on set of like a CISO show, and the CISO is the most embar embarrassing part of this anecdote. Yeah. But I was Rest on a peace. CISO show, CISO. and a mime just came up to me. He was performing, and he just groped me, and I was like, that sucks. But it didn't traumatize me. Everybody's different, but like women. Are all, these things happen all the time and we just endure them and we don't talk about them. We go on dates where people don't get social cues. We have men in positions of power prey on us all the time. I've been a female single in comedy for over a decade. I could tell you so many stories. Tell them. <laughs> I have no need to and it would not benefit me in the slightest. Name names. Name, <laughs> name. name names. <laughs> but as a female in comedy, so many situations where I've just been objectified. Somebody doesn't see you as a person. They just want to 
fuck you. I got in trouble for saying fuck on NPR, so I'm nervous now, but it's a podcast. And sometimes you're just like, I want to be you. I don't want to fuck you. Will you be my mentor? And then they disappear. And that happens more <laughs> oh my, often than yeah. not. Yeah. And so these are these are things. Some of them are subliminal and subtle. Some of them are very overt. But it just happens so much that we don't talk about it. In this current political situation where we have this person as president mm. and people are like, well, if you talk about this, then people won't believe you. They don't already. Like one in four undergrads female and male, but mostly female, are, are sexually assaulted on college Wait, that, 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 that number is a very tricky number. Lauren, uh, Laura Kipnis in Unwanted Advances explores that number. And <laughs> well, you're just... <laughs> what? What? <laughs> He's trying to make up for the earlier comments. Yes. I'm trying to make up for beating up the pussy earlier. <laughs> you should you're mention like, that. I go around telling people that not no, I think it's a very... I think it's a, it's, it's a very I'm dangerous thing. I'm not saying rape. To, I'm saying sexually assaulted. No, no, no. no, no, no I, I'm, and, and part of that number comes from the uh, methodology that they use when they were asking that question. They, and like the Federal Bureau of Statistics. That's not the Federal Bureau of, of Statistics. The, 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 no, no, the FBI has it at something like six out of a thousand, which is definitely not one out of five. I was a female undergrad and I could count on fingers and toes the amount of women. Yeah, 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 but you're, you're one person. Yeah, yeah, but hold on. You, but you're one, wait, 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 but hold on. But, but, you're, but your anecdotal personal experience is not, but it, it, also, it, doesn't, it doesn't work for, for when you talk about statistics. And, and all I'm saying talk, is people can, if you want to be the guy who denounces rape statistics, go no, for no, it. No, no, I'm, I'm denouncing that. You know what you're doing actually really bothers me. And this is not just, you see it all the time. No, it's that, you're, you're attacking the messenger. He's this guy. Yeah, but this, this I guy, hold on. This guy doesn't have any agenda f against. But he's denouncing statistics. No, no, no. he's I'm saying I'm, that, that he, he's specific saying, one you're talking saying, about has been has been um, uh, has been challenged by people like Laura Kipnis. Um, I don't even know who that is. She's a she's a she's a phenomenal professor <laughs> at Northwestern University. No, she's a phenomenal professor at Northwestern University. Incredible writer. She has a book called Unwanted Advances, specifically about Title IX and how it's been used to go after um, uh, academics and, and 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 as a way to uh, to shut people up. Specifically, her. Can, can I amplify what so, you're saying? Because with this, uh, there's a similar her. issue here. No, no, no. You could check I her went out. To Northwestern. All similar my friends are raped. So okay. <laughs> There's a similar issue here with criminal justice, where Andrew Sullivan wrote this great piece in the New Yorker about uh, what was it was relating to the to the taking a knee, but he went through the studies about uh, people of color being shot by cops, and study after study, the stats don't back up the you know the, the common perception. Do you know in 2017? I can give you like those stats. Hold on, no. Uh, but, but, wow. No, no, no. Did you like memorize? Hold a bunch on. Of the stats are not my point. The stats are you're not allowed to say it. If you if you simply want to say, listen, I you know this these are these these are the stats. It's Andrew Sullivan, and there was a black it was actually one of the big I studies. Not, I would not trust Andrew Sullivan on race, but or right, what no, about no, John no. McWhorter? Hold on, a John McWhorter in time. First of all, that's 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 magazine. I think that's off base for you to guy, say that. And it's hard to t trust white He's guys. Well, okay, well, well it's good that you said because actually the big study on this was by a black Harvard economist. It was on the I front page of people from front Harvard. page of the Sunday <laughs> Times. Uh, so, uh, uh, um, Sunday Times, I forget what the uh, section was. And he said it was the most unlikely outcome he had ever seen in his career. He studied this to expose the, how badly blacks are being shot by the cops. And he says, it's not true. They're, they're, statistically, they're not being shot more than white people. So now I don't know if it's true or not, but I know. <laughs> but I, I'm going to say but it. I, so I know that you think, you know, because you're on one side and I think it's what not, he's saying. I'm on the anti-rape side, okay? Well, yeah. you, so, think, so therefore, you think, you think so I'm on the pro-rape so side? But this is what it means for you. It's like, so therefore, any stats which don't back me up are bullshit. And no, any that's stats not which true. Do back, yes, because you dismissed what he said without even being interested to see it or read it or, or, or look at it. 
That's I, not an intellectual. If I were you, I'd be like, really? Can, you, can I see that? Can, let me. Well, maybe I'm I, wrong. I, I, will, I will. I will email you. No, it can't be right because I don't agree no, with no, it. I will email you specifically what it is. I did just do a report on on campus rape. Well, you're not very thorough because you uh, he didn't <laughs> you didn't see his studies. And, yeah. No, no, I mean, you can and laugh at all, I, all you no, want, but, but just the idea that I'm, that I'm challenging. And this, and this I, is I'm what's sorry, wrong. you guys. I'm sorry. You're more sensitive than I am. No, this is, what, this is really no, what's wrong. I hate to use this cliche with fucking political correctness. You can't talk about facts if you want to, because if you're facts, you're, people, people will attribute to you. I said a fact and you said that no. your fact is not correct. No, 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 yeah. no, no. You attributed the, the, the one in five to the FBI. The, that's not even the FBI. That's not even the FBI that says one in five. Okay, so we were talking so, about consent, and now you guys no, no, you just, are picking now, on. No, no, I just, you just I don't even think that within the conversation of consent, like can, statistics can are particularly, particularly interesting or relevant. Like the whole thing that I was saying before is that like it's actually a spectrum, and it's like a complicated social issue that you know, like. I'd say like almost every woman I know has been sexually assaulted. I think the stat in general that I've read that I don't know is true is one in six. A stat between one in six and one in four. And it's not just. Define sexually assault. Well, that's that's Rape the whole thing. Well, how, how can you have a stat if you, if there's no definition? There's well, got to be a. So, be a, so exactly, the point but, is that those are what's reported, which means it's probably actually higher. But so, most people don't so report. I, but, I, but but what I'm saying is that we can like nitpick with each other over it's the stats. But if, wait, wait, hold on. Let me finish. But the whole thing is like if if almost all my friends who are women have had these like awful experiences, it's clearly a problem. Rape is like not reported at all in terms ask, of. Let me ask this question. Yeah. My, I, to me, when somebody says they were assaulted, I'm like, oh, call a cop. You sh- they should be in jail, I guess. Is that what you mean by sexually assaulted? Um. The woman, the woman who, what? the woman I mean, in the Bay article, she said, "I didn't realize I was assaulted." Don't call police. Hold on, my, no. My first question was, <laughs> if I, if I've been the Bay reporter, are my you first, all rapists? Like, why are we? <laughs> yeah, sorry, we're supposed to say, if I've been the Bay reporter, my first question, you said you were assaulted. Do you mean that he should be in jail? Is that what you mean by assault? A crime? Or it, like, what do you? I'm, this, I mean, throughout I, this whole issue, I just want to know. This is why what it's hard for do women you to mean talk about when you it say, because no, we right. feel like Please, interrogated. Do, do not, do not tell me that I'm somehow in any way deficient for wanting to have things precise. I was assaulted. What do you mean by assaulted? Oh, what's the, what? Are you a sexist? I just want to know what you mean by assaulted. Do you mean that right. like when sometimes, a girl when a girl grabs her hand and puts my hand on her pussy and I didn't like it, or, or in a, in a taxi to talk in a taxi when a girl put her hand on my dick was I assaulted? Or do you mean and it's like. Broke the, I should, if I if I had, had a cop there, I would have had that guy arrested. He should be in jail. That a this criminal is the worst assault. Worst duet ever. But the thing is, you don't even know what you mean by <laughs> what? assault. What right. you're not even letting me answer well, your okay, question. I'm, I'm I take that back. That's so what, rude. Uh, you're right. What do you mean by assault? I th- well, what I'm going to say is, I think every I think every woman has a different definition. But I would say, like, then how can you have, have a, a violent sexual experience? I'm just talking about how I, I don't find the stats particularly helpful in this conversation. Like, Clearly. who gives a shit? Well, you guys are all well, yelling well, at each other. Well, Eve, I definitely think it, kind of I, I, I don't think point. the statistics would be very helpful if included in those um, in those violent situations and sexual assaults or even grabbing and all that. When you include, have you ever been drunk, had sex with somebody? That's and no if one's saying that sexual assault. in the in the one in five in the one in five statistic you you that you cite. That was one of the questions in it. Now, I, I will, go, I will the- go on record. And if you want to bet money on it, I will bet money with you on it. And you can check out this, the, what that, what those questions were on Deeper, the question. Can you check it out? Wait, so. can, wait, can I, can I amplify what you said? The woman in, this is, this is what the Aziz thing. She said she was assaulted. 
So she would be part of that stat. Right. Yet here we are all today thinking that was a ridiculous story. Well, she wasn't assaulted. And, and this is well, why. We don't know. We thought the journalism or the reporting of the story was ridiculous. You think she not was, her did it, experience. Did, did, she, did that experience. I don't Hold on. Know now, now you're contradicting yourself. Did that experience describe an assault to you? I don't know. Because okay. I'm no, not her. I didn't read it. So I mean, it was, I don't know what the details of it. Well, were. If, if it did describe an assault, if it did, if it might have described an assault, then why are we minimizing it? Look, then Aziz is a monster, right? There, he assaulted somebody. No, There's a on. reason that was on Babe.net and yeah. not, not in the New the York Washington. Times. No, but you understand the New York my point. Times writes it like like with journalists, journalist organizations that like have more rigorous standards would have never published that story because it is really ambiguous. I think you're missing my point. My point is she used the word assault. Just, I don't understand what the word assault means. Mm-hmm. I think we kind of backed it like it was, wh- whatever assault is whatever a woman right. than to be talking about the semantics. Whatever a woman says is assault is assault, I and I don't think, and that and that leads to a very very ambiguous situation. Now let me tell you something. I have no tolerance for men putting their hands on women. I don't. I, I've been for years. We're talking about. This. I don't. I don't. I get mad when I see a waiter putting giving a back rub to another waitress. I'm like, get your fucking creepy hands off of her. You don't know if she wants her hands on you. Like, I've never been tolerant of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm very good at reading social cues. And whatever, you know, whatever you want to attribute to me because I have the nerve to want things to be precise or to understand logic or to be able to follow a train of thought and you'll put that in, in somehow like, like, you know, like a mansplaining. That, that's just bullshit, all right? I can look at this issue as I would look at any issue, whether it regards women, men, Israel, math, whatever it is, and I want words to have meanings. I want to know exactly what they mean. I want to know what standards are and logic, and it's got to be logic, and it's got to add up. And none of that's going on here because you're you're supposed to just respect the ball of emotion, and the emotion is real and righteous, and you can't question it. And also, so, what, so even if the stat, I mean, you're questioning it now, but I think yeah, but, that but also, getting a lot of grief. But, but you know? I, I would say I what mean, I would say. We're let's all be, getting grief right yeah, now. We're if, all if, just just, grief. One, just one thing, Eve. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, um, I would say this: if one in four women are sexually assaulted okay, on college, no, no, six, dude. If it, okay, if one in six women are sexually assaulted on college campuses, if you're a parent and you let your daughter go to sco- go to school, you're a fucking monster. Which you is do why not allow they it. don't <laughs> report it. Which is why the universities don't report it because of economic interest. And then, of course, we the couple these of studies are not coming from the individual colleges themselves. They're running. No, it, it was one. No, it was one study, and it and it actually there had been, to. So, and, it, and the study actually had to do with people who weren't even living on campus. They were commuter okay, well, commuters. All. I seem to know more about this. And, and then, of course, there were these the prominent cases where these kids about. were were innocent. She's there are multiple studies that are one in. Sorry, uh, so let's listen. Here's the thing. To your point, please. That the whole. I think like you can talk about how you wish that this was an issue that was talked about in terms of facts and logic as opposed to emotion. But sex is an inherently emotional issue. And this whole thing is about relationships and emotion. And it's not about, I mean, like we can try to quantify what's going on, but it's obviously a frustrating conversation and it, is not getting anywhere. But that's like, why I think I worked it out. Feelings. That's why I we're... felt I worked it out. That, that, that really, that, that yeah. there has to be a, a big bright line around coercion. Mm. Women have to really, and men, but, but in, in the end, it, you know, the women is the one who are suffering. Women that's have to not be really, true. Will, women have to really be raised to learn. Men are that raised it's, to... that they, no matter how, no matter how embarrassed they feel, <laughs> you need to say no. So such that once you do say no, then it is coercion, whatever he does. Right. So we, so wherever we can, we try to suck this out of the ether where there, where nothing's ever going to get done when there's no standard, when, when it was, it's totally 
you know, in the air and anybody can see a Rorschach test, whoever wants to look at it and try to force people into clear lines of behavior. And the clear lines are no coercion. No has to mean so no. And if, and if the, no, the person who has to say no has to, re- we have to change the way we raise our women to be tougher. And, you know, a lot of people have said, and I think there's some truth to this. It seems like a lot of, it's like sheltered white girls, like my daughter, maybe, who will have a, actually have a lot more trouble saying no. Like I talked to like some black girls, like my wife's Puerto Rican, you know, she's like, fuck that. I would tell this, I tell this dude to step off, you know, like she can't even really put her, herself in that mindset of like, just like. So you brought up a good it. point about. And, and, we to, and they, yeah. And, and you I brought think up a good point not, about education, which is just. for will help a lot. Yeah. Yeah. T- definitely teaching women the power of saying no teaching men, like teaching them together, together, just all about sex and sexuality in ways we're not doing yet. That's a really, uh, really important thing. I I spoke with a woman recently who runs like a high school health education program with uh, baby dolls, teaching kids about teen pregnancy with those like electronic baby dolls. And the thing that she found was these baby dolls didn't necessarily teach kids about pregnancy as much as they opened up conversations about consent that young men and women just weren't having women were having sex before they could orgasm they didn't know how to say no without they just didn't know how to say no teen girls and uh you know and so i think we definitely as you said we should be having these conversations like we're having now but they should also be in the classroom with kids together and separate. Let me ask you this. But it is interesting with the woman in the Atlantic, Caitlin, what was her last name uh, in the Atlantic? She said something interesting. Years ago, women... Callahan, I think. Women, years ago, women did say no. Like, she she was blaming the way sexual mores have changed. That she's like, when we were kids, we would, we would say no. A girl didn't go all the way. Like The default position was you're so, not yeah, getting laid. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, now it no seems way. to have changed. Like, women, because... But I thought anecdotes... Don't matter. No, 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 no. no. We're no. talking culturally in we, like the nineteen fifties. In other words, this, this is this is actually an unintended in the consequence 1950s of sexual. Before women could get credit, it's an unintended <laughs> consequence of sexual liberation now that women right. have lost somehow. So if we weren't what they liberated, used to have. we'd be able to say no. So what are you doing? You know, I, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't like having a conversation like this. Do you know, do you know, people are fatter you, now this, than this they were. Like, People are fatter now snarky. than in the 1950s. You are, you are like the poster child for snark here. I'm, I'm really trying to talk about this in okay. good faith. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm trying to understand it. I'm sorry. And I'm ahead. trying to unravel it in, in, a, in a way that makes sense to me. I'm not, you know, fuck I, it. I, you know? I was, so, I was going to give on. Go no, no, Hashtag and tweet. Go ahead. I was going to give the example. People are fatter now than they were in the 50s. Are you saying that, oh, you should, uh, food shouldn't be as abundant? No, we're just saying there's a difference between what was happening then and what's happening but now. When you I mean, say I mean, women could say no in the 50s, to me, that makes no sense. No, no, no. It's not that they could say. No, it was I, I almost guess it made sense to, to, to the editor of the Atlantic magazine and a very prominent yeah. writer. They they somehow thought there was some some point there that was you was stupid. Yeah, but 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 I think like we were saying, like uh, things were a lot more conservative a mm-hmm. long time ago. So now that everything is about well, not everything, but a lot of things are about hookup culture. It's kind of desensitized people right. and things, and they kind of. I feel like a lot of people don't know how to express or read things because things are so desensitized. So they. Everyone is living in this whole Are you saying unemotional, no? unattached thing. She says it is okay. And, and the thing is, no, I mean, this is my personal experience. It, these things are, I mean, they're obviously real problems, you know, but everyone wants to kind of just pretend like nothing bothers them. Yeah. Everything's okay. Everything's fine. And no, I, I mean, I don't think you're wrong with saying that there do need to be clear, concise things about it. Cause like I, um, I work at a, in some criminal law stuff too. I work for some attorneys and stuff. So when I see these things come across my desk with sexual assault, it's really specific, you know? I mean, typically it is more of the, um, 
aggressive type things like rape or, but then I, you know, I mean, can't really say his name, but you know, we had, we had something come in a few days ago where it was like a doctor was sexually assaulting his patients. Mm. Now he wasn't raping them, but he was touching their genitalia. He was like doing all these inappropriate things. And that is to me, what is more common, not just as just doctors or, you know, but just like there's just guys that will just come and, Grab you, but that's clearly illegal. I mean, illegal. that's happened. Sorry, doc- that's say. clearly illegal when a doctor does but that. But Dr. Oh, Nasser absolutely. wrote but about. There's a clear line there, yeah. yeah. Dr. Larry Nasser from like the U.S. Gymnastics, whatever. He wrote articles about like a certain way to alleviate pain by like fingering. Women. Oh, oh my god! And then he, and then you know, I, I don't know to... if you're following what's going on. Well, can, can I can I digress that's here? Because this brings crazy. this brings some, this is like one of my greatest hits. This has been my greatest right, hit for a long go. time. You love right. gymnastics, which is so. that in every profession it attracts. The worst, so that I've said this forever, and I think that really history is bearing me out. If you're if you're like a sadist, you like to kick the shit out of people, mm. you become a cop. If you have a problem with sexual, you love the sex of of underage girls, you become like a kindergarten teacher, right. a daycare center, a gymnastics doctor. You you really have to be wary. Your children are the most vulnerable, I believe. If 10% of the population is a pedophile, 40% of male mm. kindergarten teachers can be pedophile. I really believe that. Mm. And I think we're are seeing 10% this. 10% of the population pedophile. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I have no idea what the percent. I'm saying that it's worse. You think that they're safer in that world where people are supposed to care about them. I think they're more threatened in that world. Well, have you become more sensitive to this yeah. since you became a parent? What? Have you become more sensitive to this since you became a parent? No, I always felt this way because it, it just always stood to reason. Like I thought like if I was a pedophile, what would I do for a living? Well, what would I become? I would. I would. I try to work <laughs> right. in a park. I would try to. If if I'm if I'm a creep like this doctor, yeah, let me let me work for the U.S. gymnastics team. But what's even scarier though is you know statistically speaking, <laughs> what? Like, I don't want my oh, daughter. Just, I don't want I'm, daughters I'm, going to a, I'm, a male. No, no, you, a male you can challenge me on this statistic, but, not, but most sexual assault to. and molestation happens within the home, and it's over ninety percent of it That's that right. does happen, and it's really fucking scary. And, and I feel I'm so sorry that you had to go through that, especially where. With all the shit going on in the world, the one place that should be your sanctuary, that should be your asylum, is your home. And I have a sister-in-law who works in um, uh, in the court system in Brooklyn, and she deals specifically with underage kids, um, all se- like sex crimes. And when you're talking about like a, a sixth grade girl being gang raped by like eighth grade boys, and you know we're not talking about adults here, we're talking about kids who have an entire life ahead of them. Right. And it's just, it's, it's really just, you know, sickening what, mm. just how. You're trying to make up for your pussy. Crop. Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Well, they, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I've actually just converted to Islam. Uh, Hatem. You're pushing it. So, salam alaikum. Alaikum salam. See, and by the way, it's solution. mostly men. It's solution, mostly men, right? The solution is in the Middle East. I told you. Sex so, uh, yeah. let me ask you something. So they start a, a new hashtag uh, for Me Too movement for kids K through 12. Do you guys think it's a good idea? What does that mean? What, what? The Me Too movement started a new movement to teach the kids in school in pre-K till 12 years old. Is it a new hashtag? Or? Yeah. Oh. Uh, and I they started, and so they, it's, it's new. They just started in a few schools. Now. What are they supposed oh, to do? They're supposed you to tweet when they, right. No, no, no. They <laughs> on talk, this podcast right now? They talk uh, to uh, the kids about, you know, uh, sexual harassment and all that. Oh, great. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should just be having conversations in general. You know, like, we should be talking... Not you know, statistics, all sort of, but just forgetting statistics, we should just be having conversations. I think that we really just have Jenna to wink to me. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we just have to. I think it really comes down to teaching people to respect each other and like be attuned to how 
other people are feeling. It's it's a problem of sensitivity. We should all be sensitive, you know, like I should be sensitive to your knowledge of statistics and also, it's important to be that's sensitive really to God. women who can't. That's that's right. can I say no. something? That, that's that's why nothing gets solved because the way you talk, like so, me. Yeah. Do you want to burn me because I'm a witch? No, not at all. So, Listen, are you going to say something? Go ahead. No, it's just like you making fun of everything. I'm when you make- want to make fun of, and whenever you make a point and somebody like talks something, you are like, oh, very defensive. Hey, it's just like it's not be nice. I am nice. That's so rude. I, I am. I am being nice. I'm being. I'm being real. We here, and we we were very looking forward to have you guys. Is because we this is want, great. Yeah, we want to have a solution to a lot of our listeners. You know, mm-hmm. and like what your stories is 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 amazing. You know, and this is something that people can learn from. But if we're gonna turn everything to just like oh statistics, is this that I don't know. It's just not not the way I have a conversation personally. You know, yeah. I respect everything you say, but it's just like you know. I think you should respect what other people say as well. I, I think only I think, I think only twenty percent of the people here, statistically speaking, agree with you. <laughs> when I here's, let me just say, when I hear you, when I hear the phrase, one a female journalist in, in the Atlantic said that in the fifties women knew how to say no. There are so many things that are intellectually dishonest about that statement that I don't even know where to begin. So instead of just trying to rationally articulate my thoughts i gutturally laugh because it's so absurd that okay. that's a fair that, enough that's something that somebody would say and mean fair enough i what i said was she made Does it, anyone I, agree I, with that i, I thought the two mean, women are shaking their heads the two women agree with me no on that. I, I get what you're so saying. if i'm being snarky no but they but they also which is a term that's mostly lobbed at women that's fine oh no. my god <laughs> this, that, that's exactly Actually, my that's point not of. even true like, yeah. david letterman is snarky okay if fine if i'm being like you had a great point but John then Stewart. you have to like okay if i well, i'm also a comedian so I view the world in a way that's that. Uh-huh. And um, my, my only point was I said that she made an interesting point and made me think that it's true. When I was a kid, we did not expect the girls in high school to have trouble saying no. We presumed they were going to say no. And now it seems that something sh- the ground has shifted under high school girls now where they can't they don't have that kind of cultural undergirding where the presumption was, of course, I'm not, you know, like like now they have to kind of justify why they're saying no when when I was a kid it's like of course not like it was it was the exception you 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 could never presume it was even an option it was very I mean you would persuade so to persuade. exist in so, this so, conversation so like- that's change and that is an unintended consequence of the sexual liberation and it's and it's it's interesting to me it's like we didn't see that coming w- what are we doing here we're actually in in a certain way going to bring some some things that we don't want to bring about. I think about. what it's scares us when we hear about. stuff like that is yeah. we think of like Handmaid's Tale. So it's like, this is like what uh, scares women when that, when you go down that road of things were simpler in the fifties. Women well, I, knew I, how I didn't to grow up in the fifties. It was not, the seventies. Okay, but, fine. Yeah. <laughs> but when you, when you say that, Oh, the like, uh, bec- these are negative byproducts of women being liberated that affect men inversely. That, I mean... Of the sexual liberation, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that maybe we should also be thinking that people teaching our kids... But that's dangerous to should, Maybe you should put off sexual activity to a little bit older. Sure, sure. So, like, the general, as as a woman who has been a high school girl... Hey, we get it, you're a woman, right? <laughs> so, like, here's, here's, like, the fundamental conflict of, like, being a straight woman, which is, like, you have been taught, like, you've been socialized to understand that, like, male attention and affection is what makes you like a worthy person. It like sucks. Like since like, if you don't have a boyfriend, if you don't have that from you, television, from magazines, from, from culture. Yes. It's a lot of it is a cult. It's, cult, it's cultural. 
So then when you're in high school, you have to deal with like, one, if boys don't like me, I'm literally a piece of shit and worth nothing. If boys do like me, I have to give them what they want or else they will stop liking me. Yeah. <laughs> so you have these conflicts in your Which head. Which is not true. And they, they like don't you go away uh-huh. when you're navigating no. like your 20s and you're in professional environments. On stage, do you play for sexuality? Do you mute your sexuality? These are things every day that you have to process. Yeah. So the whole thing is like, it's when to go back to the point of like, oh, well, we need to teach women how to say no. It's like so much harder because you're you're socialized to like really need the affirmation of men. Can, can I zoom out for can I, can I, can I, and then I'll, I'll stop like this issue, but all issues. Isn't it true that. You know, as much as we would like the kumbaya moment of thinking you're going to solve a problem by like teaching people to be nicer, most things stop when somebody gets tough. Whether it's war, whether it's civil rights, you you okay. have to erection it, 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 without. I'm saying in, in in reality, in the real world, without standing up for yourself and being tough, it's all talk. Nothing really will change. I, That's what, I, and, and I think that as much as we would like to be able to wage a, wave a magic wand, everybody read this, problem solved, the world is nice now. Women are, go- my daughter, I'm not, you know, I'm just trying to be realistic. It's not you sexism. You want women to just notice, no, know how to no, say no. Let me tell you what I want. I want, I want nobody to put a fucking hand on my daughter. And I want to think realistically about it. And I don't, and I think the way that the way I'm going to feel safest about that is by what I teach her, not my hope that every dude is going to somehow be read this up. and be convinced. It's that's that's naive. It's not going to happen. It's going to lead to disappointment after disappointment. So, she needs to be taught to be the front line about how to keep herself from being traumatized. And we only have we only have so much bandwidth, and that's where I'm going to put my emphasis, and that's how I feel about it. Can I? So can I just say one? Thing? Yeah, of course. I think this is like where the podcast should begin because I do think okay, that start over. I'll, I'll, no, but like we came in. If you can delete so that much, thing I said earlier, that'd be really great. So much. We will take it out. Every single well, person here no. has lived a sexual life and had their own experiences that you come into situations and conversations with. And we're talking, it's important to be sensitive. It's important to have conversations. It's important to know how to say no. These are things that are empirically obvious to us. But a lot of times in situations, it's really hard to process how to navigate. Sometimes people mm-hmm. freeze up and they don't know how to be. Um, it, you know, it's men with daughters. There's like a joke about how like men with daughters all of a sudden are more feminist because they have daughters. Certain men, not you know, just in general. I'm you, like, I've always felt this way. I'm, I'm telling you about, he, he knows me a lot. I've always been tough about this issue. I've never tolerated it in my workplace. I, I've thrown customers out. I told waitresses they don't have to wait on any customer. They don't that they don't like the way he looks at them. Okay, so not to poke a hornet's nest. Yeah, go ahead. Say your <laughs> daughter is yeah. just out of college. Yeah. She meets her favorite, one of her favorite uh, musicians. What or- color is he? She just meets somebody she admires. It's a joke. The person that she admires has a public persona. Oh, that was good. It's funny how only the non-white people are laughing. (laughs) Go ahead, go ahead. She meets someone she admires. The person she admires has this public persona of being a safe, cool person. Yes. She goes out with that person. 
She goes home with that person. She blows him on the counter. I'm not even talking about that situation. Oh, you're not talking about that situation? Okay, She just gets into an experience in over her head, and she leaves that experience in tears and comes to you and says, Dad, I was in this experience. I... I didn't feel safe. The person didn't get my cues. I did say no. They still didn't right away get my cues, which is I'm not, which was, is that correct from that article? Mm. But you weren't talking about the article. I didn't want to, but it kind of, (laughs) but anyway, so then do you automatically like blame her and say like, you're an idiot. You should have said no. This is, this is because this is what it's about. Of course you wouldn't blame her. But. It, it get she I would say she what you're describing is she found herself in a very complicated situation and what I've said again to risk repeating myself and he gets mad at me because we talk about the same issue so I repeat myself but how come I have to make up a new argument I never made before what I've said <laughs> is that that going back to the thing about a, in the workplace the manager where she's working keeps giving her a back rub and she said dad I, you know I, I don't want to lose my job I would be fucking furious that is very on, black hold, and white no no I'm saying right if she describes a story where she's out drinking with a guy and hanging out late and goes back to his room and they're making out and and then at some point now she came away upset about it in some way I don't know really what I would say so I'm sorry honey you know that's that these are this is life is it's basically more like I, a learning I, experience I, I don't see how I can protect and anybody can be especially protected from that right it's too gray area. One, you know, you know, it's just we've all been there. And we all agree with you. With nice people. Yes. It's all gray area. And with nobody nice wants the guy to lose his job. Right. Nobody wants the guy to be castigated. I did not think the guy's name should have been named in that article. No. Nope. But these are conversations that we are having now by default. And they I hopefully are helping all of us evolve and reach a better mutual understanding of these things and how to communicate with kids. You know, I, I do wonder that with the generation coming up, um, when you talk about, you know, just how prevalent pornography is, right? Like uh, the idea, the idea that, you know, kids as young as like nine years old are able to just access, you know, yeah. all this, you know I got to tell you something about that. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Great. Uh, Find um, your daughter you, you, you know, you have, <laughs> no, you're going to like this. Go you, ahead. You have, uh, you know, you have that and, and you brought up, um, you know, some men not being able to read social cues because they have like Asperger's or other on the spectrum. For the most part, I don't think you necessarily have to worry about those, uh, those guys. I think when it comes to, no, no, I, 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 I might be wrong. I might be wrong Silicon on that. Valley. I might be wrong mm-hmm. on that, but. But Those so, guys are probably worse because they don't but, get social. But something views. you have to worry about too is just, um, you know, you have a generation, <laughs> you have a generation of of kids, you know, on tablets, on phones, mm-hmm. not, you know, physically not getting, you know, right. the, um, right. you know, not that, reading that facial expressions. All. So you wonder, yeah. you know, if you have like ten years where you're just looking at screens and now you have to actually interact with people. Shit, what are those social action, uh, social those interactions going to be like? Sorry to talk about statistics, but aren't they having less sex? They are millennials, I think, for the most part. I will start Hornet's Nest. The last generation before global warming. I I want to say two comments. What about the porn? I see these Facebook profile pictures of these girls. And so many of them are so, in a cheap way, hyping their sexuality, you know? It's like the Instagram influencer economy. I mean, shouldn't shouldn't somebody be telling them, don't do that? I mean, uh, mean, this is sending wrong signals. I, so, uh... I am like, Instagram didn't exist when I was in middle school and high school, but I went through like a phase when I was like 19 in college where I was like really fucking inappropriate on the internet. I would like post nudes. I just didn't nudes? care. Now they're all going to go find them. <laughs> I mean, let me, whatever. Anyway, I've, I just awesome. learned to live with it. But uh, I was like really troubled and like really just struggling with addiction and struggling with like wanting this like male affirmation I was never going to get. It was like sort of like a terribly traumatic experience, but like I learned a lot from it. And 
I think that women in like the attention economy slutty pics are like the easiest way for a woman to also women can monetize them and in no, like... i'm not talking that's business i'm talking about high school girls okay. i see i see the yeah. way like i cannot believe yeah and then and then you know i don't want to make excuses for dudes but like it does you do go into it thinking that she's given a certain you know she's presenting she's pre- no asking no i wouldn't no no but she's presented herself leading with sexuality so when you do meet her then it's only natural to, to believe that she didn't she didn't present herself reading a book or this is what these are my interests or you know I'm right. I'm playing guitar. It's like look at my ass. It's oh. very intentional. Like like, like the so called appearance. Yeah, it's like yeah. maybe that, I get what you're saying. Now about like, the porn. Uh, about a year ago, I got no, I got. Oh, did I interrupt you? I'm sorry. No, 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 no. no, no. no I was kind of just. Like, I mean, you're, you're a model, so like you're. This is a world. Please, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I mean, but. I don't know, because I have such mixed feelings about it, <laughs> because I think it's different when, OK, an adult doing it, do your thing. But when it comes to like the high schooler people, like I have noticed, like they don't dress the same, like they don't dress like teenagers anymore. They're just like grown women, yeah. you know, and the first person I could look at, like as, as an example, would be like Kylie Jenner. You know what I mean? Like and I don't even know how old she is now, but. I know even when, you know, kind of when all this stuff started and like, like, she's like a, she's not even 18 yet. And she looks like she's a grown ass woman, right. you know, the way she presents herself and the way she dresses. And I don't know. So it's just, I'm not going to, I don't know. I don't want to sit here and say people can't dress the way that they want to dress, but yeah. And I believe as the, a child, yeah. you know, but people parents, but everybody parents. has like the kids these days, you know, like every yeah. generation has that same argument. So yeah. it's tough. I mean, the kids want to have more followers, and that's how they think they're going to get more. I mean, it's a really effective No, This is is more than just fun. This is about attention. I'm only making the point that you, everybody, we used to have this issue with dress codes and who could come into the bar when guys would dress like really like, kind of in a way that would look menacing. I'm like, you you choose how you present yourself to the world. Mm. And then you turn around and get mad that anybody takes you on that presentation. If you choose to present yourself leading with your sexuality and then with, oh, I think she's probably, you know, she might want to have sex. It, there's something wrong there. Okay, the porn. But like like yeah, you yeah. said, though, if you're what? an adult, you can do, you can do, I understand that. Yeah, but even in adults, even adults, I mean, I'm on Tinder but, and I'm trying right. to get a date and I'm like, look at my ass, look at my tits. Right. And, then I meet, what, what kind, and I get, and then lo and behold, the guy who chose me really is looking to have sex. Oh, what a creep. Well, yeah, he, he, that's not, our, that, our, he doesn't have the right to do anything he's not allowed to do, but you know. Here's why, the thing, why, though. Why are you presenting yourself that way? At least for me, I used to present myself that way. Clearly, like, look at me now. I don't anymore. This is sexier. I mean, I have a <laughs> boyfriend right. now. No, it is. Like, I have, like, <laughs> but, but, but here's it what is. I'm going to say. You learn from that. You can, you like, women, especially young women, you go through a phase where you realize how um, bankable emotionally and sometimes financially your sexuality is. And you go through the the motions where you learn like how to present yourself in a way that ultimately makes you feel comfortable. It's also right. completely cult- cultural. Some cultures might be like, oh, she's showing her hair. She's asking for it. She deserves right. to get fucked or raped or yeah. wants it. She wants it because she's no, these, are, these are girls who are purpose, they, purposely taking they selfies I mean, with their ass. No, no, no. we, we all know what we're talking about. You've well, seen them. Well, sure. Okay. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know any people like that personally. I, I know a lot of them. Like, I don't know high school girls personally doing that. Oh, I know a lot of them. No, okay. I, I see, <laughs> I, I see, I see friends of mine posing like I'm that. I'm just saying, like, yeah. you know, it is cultural. 
to the extent of female, like the female body and like how it's presented, you know, and how different cultures respond to different things. Um, yeah, Steve. I want to say about the porn because I got ridiculed, ridiculed because <laughs> I was going through the, my daughter last year in kindergarten was beginning to learn to read. So I began to become concerned about what she was reading, you know, what, what was three. Mm-hmm. So I'm going through the channel guide and on Verizon Fios on the, one of the channels, which is kind of, I guess, a soft core porn channel. They have constant appeals to uh, pre to teen sex and this, uh, what? Uh, descriptions like hot, barely legal girls take uh, big black hard cocks like 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 the most. Uh-huh. But and and, and never and, small, did you never ever small. See the blue lagoon? No, no. <laughs> and and every description says barely legal, which which means that. The actors are of age, look right? Younger. Like eighteen. But 19. the enticement is they they look underage, and this is mainstream, and it's being presented by Verizon on the channel. And it occurred to me that this is ridiculous that we that we that we we pretend that we think this is the most reprehensible thing ever to do it, but we think the but the desire is totally mainstream and fine, and nothing to be ashamed of. So much so that you can download it and, and your kids get to see it on. What is the message there? And I got ridiculed. I got ridiculed. Remember, I mean, everybody, I tweeted about it on the Comedy Seller Twitter thing, and everybody made fun of me. Well, because this that, is before that the was because, movement, no. I, I, have I was a so outraged by real this. question. Yeah. Now, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Now, my question here is. The enticement is that meant for teenagers or is that meant for older men? That's meant for grown-ups, adults. Adult, I would assume yes, so. It's, That's it's also men. not new. So, like it's been like no, that. It's certainly not. Brooke new. Shields and Blue Lagoon. It was like child porn, pretty much. Yeah. No, it's, but I'm saying that we, that we're that we we're speaking out of both sides of our mouth where we pretend that this is a horrible, like that only a pervert would do this. Yet we also acknowledge that this is such a mainstream interest that men have that we're not even. That you don't even have to do it underground. Like, mm-hmm. you can do it in the afternoon. Like, well, Verizon. That's crazy. Fortune 500 companies. <laughs> Is this are, an are, ad? Ha- are they paying you? <laughs> Fortune 500 companies are happy to, to make their money openly right. by well, selling this porn. Well, I, th- I think there's something, disturbing. there's something to be said about, like, the, I guess, the pornification of culture where things that used to be more, t- uh, that used to be taboo are now acceptable. Like, more people are... You know, uh, doing uh, you know, having anal sex and 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 that sort of thing. But even like not on the, my house, <laughs> not under my roof. Um, but as like a, as a commodity, and, and I, you talked about having, you know, like when you were uh, when you were in high school, and your worth being, uh, you know, being determined by how desired, I guess you were, um, and sex, you know, sex sells, and sex is a commodity. I wonder if the culture that we live in now, where sex is, I mean, if you're a guy, you know, it's so easy to get laid nowadays where it sort of uh, has sex lost so, some of its value. Whereas years ago, it might be, you know, I don't, I don't know what, what, what things so, would be like years ago compared so to today. I've talked to my boyfriend a lot about this and he's helped me understand like the male side of like women are sort of taught like, oh, like you sex gives you value. But I think that there's a huge problem that we neglect in the conversation where it's like young boys are taught that their only value is derived from like whether they can find like some hot girl and when what happens when they can't like what happens when girls don't want to fuck them it, we get like an elliot rogers situation right the guy who like shot Twitter. all the girls who rejected him and he, he stabbed two guys beforehand i think right he yeah he Stuff killed like a that. Bunch Stop of correcting people. people. I'm sorry. <laughs> he killed a okay. lot of people and it was all and like I don't know if you've read like the diaries of like the Columbine shooters, but there's like so much anxiety about these men 
being virgins or these boys being virgins. So it's not just a woman problem. Yeah, it's but I like, don't think men are taught that. That men are that. I mean, like my boyfriend was telling me like growing up no, poor. Right. Yeah. Um, like not with parents who taught him how to express his emotions in a way like in any way and feeling like really angry. Not that he's like done anything, but it's just like we I think my biggest issue with like me too and the whole conversation, which and you'll like this point, is that people keep saying, oh, just we just got to listen to women. We just got to listen to what women say. No, this is a, an issue about two people. It's about a man and a woman. And we need to hear male experiences, too, if we're ever going to get anywhere. Exactly. Yeah, mm. I agree. I think you wouldn't have agreed if I'd said it, but go no, ahead. I wouldn't agree. <laughs> no one's saying that we don't need to hear male voices. All we need to be doing is hearing everybody's voices and communicating in a civil way and talking about this stuff. And I totally agree with that. And the other aspect of listening men, to women. By the way, men are men, a lot of men have had traumatic sexual experiences. A lot of men like men have been raped. Yes. Yeah. But the, the, the male traumatic experiences are like they're I don't, don't want to say it the wrong way. They're the experience that you don't have to explain to anybody that's a traumatic, like male rape. That's uh, not women, totally women, true. Women are describing experiences like the Aziz thing, which the average reader is, oh, I didn't, re I, it, I can get it, but I didn't realize that was a trauma for you. Like, like the, the experiences that, that some women are describing as traumatic, it would be really weird if one of my friends described that to me as Oh, dude, I, I don't know. You know, I had this really traumatic experience with this girl. She grabbed my hand and, you know, she put it on her. Like, like. I, I thought we were, we were going to talk about cameras and <laughs> how we have these old cameras. No, I think we, it, we all agree that that article yeah. did no yeah. one. No, but I believe no that. No, I think it is the actually. fact that we're talking about No, I actually think it is traumatic for women when a guy will grab her hand. I, I, I'm saying I, I think but that. But I, I did tell you a story about how I've been groped and I'm not, yeah. it's not an invitation, well, but, you're, you're but that broad. hasn't been traumatic yeah, for me. But, 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 but my wife was, had a, a date with a doctor one time and he put his hands down her and, and she trauma is a, is a very flexible word, mm -hmm. but it was, it, it seared her a little bit. She remembers it. And it was, yeah. it's, it's one of the unpleasant it. experiences of her <laughs> life, you know, and it wouldn't have been nearly, it wouldn't have, I would have reacted the same way to it. But I think one problem we keep backing up against is that we, we try to talk about this issue without acknowledging the elephant in the room, which is that there is a difference between men and women that we, have been trying to avoid talking about for a long time, but this is really shining a light on it. And I don't know why I said it. I'm just repeating myself. I don't know why it's so unacceptable to acknowledge that men and women are different. We can still treat everybody equally and acknowledge it. But any but, of us think that men and women are the same. But the, you know what used to be called a double and standard is actually just maybe just like realizing gender. reality. What about like gender yeah. being a social construct and it not just being so binary? Like that's a whole separate thing. I think going genderless is the way is the way of the future. Just like Let's not deal with it anymore. That's that's or maybe oh, I mean, it's like a band-aid to the problem, though. Yeah, that's what I think. Oh, you're Mr. Statistician. How many? How many people have? We should get closure on the campus. How many people have gender issues? We could we could email back and forth. I'll send you that chapter. Maybe you could Google just like as many because it is between like one in six and one in four. It's a huge issue. The FBI puts out like six in one thousand. What what number? What what number of uh what number of people out of a thousand don't feel that they are the gender that they were that they were chromosome? I promise you, it's not 0.06 percent of undergrads have been sexually assaulted or raped. No, 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 no. <clears throat> you said six and a thousand. Listen, you guys are both no, no, going to no. argue about something. The, FB, sure of no, the FBI statistics are, you know, um, 
are what they are. Um, so um, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying you know, to you know, I'm trying to do the math. Do you know I, what? I think it was, I think I think I think overall, like transgenders, I think are are under one percent, right? Under one percent, much less than one percent. Uh, something I'm, I'm presuming. Way, way, yeah, way, way, way under under one percent. But I think that regardless of whether I, kids, I young kids, are identifying as trans, I think that with like the youngest generation there is just like a lot more flexibility with gender and sexuality. Like I was talking to a friend who has an eight year old son and they were watching like some old movie where like one of the plot points is um, like a character is like blackmailed because he's secretly gay. And the kid just could not understand like why anybody would care in that movie. Yeah. So it's like, which is great. No, but kids are like thinking about sexuality and gender in a totally different way than when, we were. Younger. I, I don't know. They're thinking about gender differently. I, I, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I mean, they might be going along with what whatever their parents are saying over the uh, d- the dinner table. Like, you know what, Jimmy? It would be really great if you identified as a girl. Just saying, so you know, it'd be great for dad. Just you know, yeah. points. <laughs> I mean, obviously, there is there is exists in in nature gender. Yeah, down down yeah. vote on that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. thanks. And uh, our, I, I think what we all want as a society is to. Um, not have anybody suffer unhappiness because like, of whatever be the, whatever lottery ticket they drew in life and how they feel and about themselves. And wouldn't it be great but, if people didn't have sexual trauma if that wasn't just a part of being female or it wasn't just a part of like I'm being against an sexual adolescent? trauma. We all are, right? Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to tell you how to stop it. And it's, it's not by, I'm trying to tell you by stop by not being naive. That's, that's my whole point. Like, get tough about it. Understand men are, men are going to be men. You can talk to them all you want. Women need to draw these lines. That will, that is it, the you, way to stop it. It can't just be on us. It has to be on everybody. Well, if you can put it on the men, but it won't, nothing will happen. I'm saying that, all right, I've said, I've said it. I, I know this is like, it's a classic argument, like where you tell your daughter, listen, you're the one who's going to get pregnant. So you have to be sure. That's your parenting tactic. And it's probably really effective. But also if I have a son, I'm not going to say, it's not on you. I'm going to say, hey, like here yeah, are nonverbal cues. Listen to you because he's not the he, he, cuz he's a, I mean, you have to listen to men. Like I think that you we'll see men, how the next generation like men turns are, out. See, this is discrediting <laughs> Every men. Every dude is going to have try to sex you with have try to have sex with you out of condom. But you're but Every you're dude, underestimating men. You are wrong cuz I'm a female and I've dated a lot of men and you're underestimating men's sensitivity. Uh, uh, let me tell you this. You ask a man to take off a condom. What percentage of men say no, no? I ask a man to what? <laughs> take off a condom. Don't I, I don't want you to wear a condom. No, uh, no, I Sam must. Sam Morell has a really funny joke about that, which you, which Sam Morell's whole joke, like it, it was on, I just saw it on like Conan today. His whole thing was oh, like, yeah. she asked me to take off a condom. That's like the one person you leave a condom on with. You know or because you worry about diseases. Or just yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, even yeah, if you're yeah, not worried yeah, about diseases, okay. it's like men. That's the one person to leave the condom on men with. Men are great <laughs> though. And they are sensitive for the most part. And they are like, right. it's easy to paint me as like a, like a man hitting feminine Nazi or whatever. I love <laughs> did men. You, what did you? <laughs> No, but yeah, I'm just we had saying, a talk beforehand. I love men. I have a wonderful boyfriend. Like some of my best, I this is like a joke. Some of my it's best real. friends are men. I, that's a yeah. joke of mine. That is a joke that was in American cunt, but it's also true. Like men in even, American what? Can I? Is that a video? Uh, I mean, I think that actually, like my issue with like mainstream feminism is like. I think when it devolves into man hating, like I hate the feminists that like tweet like, oh, ban men, like fuck men, that's because extreme. I love like I love men. But like, we also right. know that men right. can be better. And they're yeah, they're she interrupts like a man. You notice that? Yeah, <laughs> I've had to. I'm can sorry. I I also want to say so there have been a bunch of to piggyback off of what Jenna was saying. There have been a bunch of articles in the media now about how the Me Too movement 
has made many, many men, especially in workplaces, check their own behavior. And isn't that evidence <laughs> that men are more sensitive, Noam, than you may be giving them no, credit No, that's for? boys that's, in that's, school, too. That's getting... defensive driving. Every, every, come on now. Every, every dude is like, uh-oh, I got to be way more careful now. Because shit, shit, shit's going to blow up. I don't think you're underestimating Well, the men have just had an epiphany. I think you are being sexist against men. (laughs) All right. I mean, I I feel like I don't think men are, some men are being more sensitive. Yes. But in general, I don't think they're being more sensitive. I just think they don't want to get caught up in a shitty situation. That's right. They don't want to get in trouble. It doesn't mean they don't want to do it. But who cares about the intention if the outcome is like... positive right yeah. i mean like i yeah. i work in i i think that to have the expectation like who gives a shit if he's afraid of getting caught if he's not fucking raping people right good for him right <laughs> why am i who am i to criticize his in his motivations for not mm-hmm. assaulting it somebody else that you didn't do it just don't fucking do it yeah no, i agree Fair enough. I can get behind that. <laughs> right? Like, I I think there's too much. Like, if if we're going to focus on, like, intent, then that's, like, a whole other thing. Because, like, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Are we done here? Yeah, I guess. I think we guess. solved it. Yeah, we, <laughs> saw, we, we solved the problem. It? I'm definitely going to watch everything I say and do from now on. So. <laughs> Have you ever done anything? You th- are you worried about anything coming back? To- I marked myself uh, safe on Facebook from the whole sexual harassment thing. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I've had I've had plenty of experiences where I was very embarrassed for my behavior, like looking back on it. And a lot of it having to do with, um, um, you know, consensual stuff, but feeling as though I was like, you know, treating the person wrongly. And it's this and, moment and, that made you reconsider Yeah, that, this, was the, this was the moment that did it, as opposed to like, you know, 10 years of, you know, more dating and, and finding wonderful women and, and uh, growing as a human being. This was the moment that now I'm looking back and I'm like, you know, I should, I could have been a better person then. Thank you all I, for I, that. I was in high, I mean, I, I don't think I did anything that bad, but in high school, I don't think I have any girls telling stories like you, but, but, but when you're in high school, I'm like, my God, you, you know, you, 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 you can't help yourself. <laughs> we should. Yeah, First time you we, see a naked woman, you're like, "Oh my!" God. We had we had a porn star guest here, and she was sexually uh, assaulted. The door? <laughs> I'm just being honest. Like, I'm like you think, you think you find one dude in the world is not going to say? I think they know what I'm talking about. With me too. We need like to have like just be charitable to everybody, and like I think that we the instinct to just like have like the angry internet mob against like some random guy who has been singled out for being part of like a large cultural problem sucks and it's not good for anybody, but it like it like with the Aziz thing. Mm. But I also think that this, just this moment is really allowing men like both of you to like reflect on your behavior, which is like, you know, if you were like groped, if you've groped a girl before, it does not mean you are an irredeemably bad person, but like you should reflect on it and say like, hey, maybe I like I shouldn't have done that. That was fucked up. Um, a, a big thing like years ago. You're I've t- never groped. You're, you're talking about, um, you know, like regrets and stuff like that. Um, probably like 10 years ago, um, I had like a, like a few months, a month period where I was drinking and blacking out hmm. and I was waking up really worried that I had done something bad that, that I had hurt a woman like because mm. I'd gone on dates and stuff like that. <laughs> And it was no, wow. and, it, it, and it was completely fucking scary. Like American werewolf. No, <laughs> it, it, it was so scary that you know, I, I, I had to. I stopped drinking for you know like a good six month period before meeting uh, before meeting somebody. But but that kind of um, 
you know, losing control, especially, you know, the way alcohol and, and, and stuff like that. And, and I didn't do anything bad, but I had that fear that I'd hurt right. somebody. So no, not sure. No, no women really ever came back scary. and ever said anything. What's up? Like, no women ever came back. No, 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 no. I, I, I think no I, article I, on Babe.net. I, I remember one of the, no, I remember one of the women I went on a date with, um, talked to me like, like the next morning says like, you know, you were just like, you were just piggish and grabby. And I just got, you know, I Ew. got out and I felt fucking awful. No, no, I felt awful because I didn't remember it. And 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 not knowing who I was then. But I couldn't. Jenna has a has no, a look in her face. I just want to get. I'm not famous enough for this to do anything. Stats in colleges. Uh, <laughs> um, but I think to your point though, something that I, I don't. I quit drinking like over a year ago, and I was like ridiculed for saying this online that like employers maybe shouldn't have like open bar events if it's gonna like people are getting. <laughs> now you work at Vice. I mean, right? I sure. I am like you know, maybe like have become a prude with alcohol only because of my own awful experiences. But most, I'd say there are so many men who behave in really disrespectful ways when they're drunk because alcohol makes you disrespectful. And people are like, oh, alcohol's not going to turn somebody who wouldn't rape somebody into a rapist. And it's like, well, there's the non-rapist rapist binary does not exist. Alcohol just brings out your impulses. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think alcohol should totally be in the, this whole me too discussion way more than it is. And not just about having a man force you to drink white wine when you like red. <laughs> I agree with you a thousand percent. I mean, my God, we used to have Christmas parties, everybody. I mean, it's not just being disrespectful. Everybody was hooking up right and left. I mean, it was just unbelievable. We also, though, had one of the hottest blame. sexual experiences of my life. Wait, wait. <laughs> Keith we all, we just also have to, you're, you're, I, I agree with you, but you just can't. The problem is alcohol then becomes a crutch and you can blame it. Like Brock Turner's whole defense yeah. is that oh alcohol or party culture is why he saw a woman who might have been a corpse and like went up to her and assaulted her. So that's just where it's like, I, that's why like you lead with the conversations and the sensitivity and the mutual understanding. Uh, and then you, you know, you can, I think it's important to talk about alcohol. It just shouldn't dominate a conversation. And sometimes it can. Yeah. I mean, I think alcohol can um, like instigate sort of like the more like small potatoes groping and, the 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 more minor offensive, yeah, but it also enhances sex, right? Sometimes you have really good sex when you have a really? few drinks. I find that sex a is few like drinks far is not worse. blackout drunk. Right. I mean, no, no, I'm saying, but sometimes like a couple drinks, drink. you know, yeah, yeah, can like, make it, you know, tipsy's okay, drunk is not, yeah. no, right? Like, I agree with you. Fucks no. up your body chemistry. Yeah, no. Start <laughs> farting. It's like, uh, get those, yeah. get those, get those <laughs> early morning good. beer shits. Lou, I'm sorry, that out too. I'm so sorry. I, I think that I, I, should I say there's one more there's one more thing I, I kind of want to say it but don't get mad but since it's the ending if you want to walk out mad whatever it is I, I but it, it does the occur to locked. me <laughs> that, that you know in, in the law like there's this concept of an eggshell plaintiff where you know if you, you, you tap somebody on the head but you don't know that they have a an eggshell skull and, and you, you could be still liable both you ladies have described and 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 I just presume because Jen is a comedian both you ladies have, have described uh, like issues that you've had in your lives that affect the way you react to sexual situations and an unsuspecting guy goes out with you and he doesn't know what's in your past and he doesn't know that something he might do like I'm not saying we like grab go, go put his hands towards your pants might evoke this bad memory or with you know molest you or whatever and this adds to it as well, because then all of a sudden what somebody did with some other girl, which was totally fine, 
through the eyes of someone who has a life experience, all of a sudden is unacceptable and she feels traumatized. And, mm-hmm. and so it's just another complication, you know, and, and nobody can know that. Mm-hmm. An answer that isn't the right answer, but yeah. somebody might say, well, that's why, you know, it might be better for people to talk and get to know each other before mm-hmm. they engage right. in sexual yeah. encounters. But I'm not advocating that because I also think people should just be able to have sexual encounters we can't if have they everything. Want this is the thing. There's trade-offs. But do you know what I mean? But, well, but, but, you, but you have to accept that with that, this is what I want there to be. And I, I'm ready so, to accept that that's going to bring a certain amount of I this just don't want to go back to the 1950s. I like being able to have a credit card. You know what I mean? Like, Come on, Eisenhower? You, would, you don't, don't want Eisenhower over Trump? Jen, I want to ask you a real question. And tell me the truth. When you, when you are with a dude, or like you have a boyfriend, do you make him breakfast? I have, yeah. You do, right? I mean, by both of us. Do you clean up after him a little bit? My boyfriend is is more feminine than I am. Do you clean up after him? I I want to tell you that. No, in my you don't because with all the girls I got out We're in my very, life, it's, we have a very egalitarian relationship. I, I just want to say, with all the girls I got out in my life, and I, including very professional women. They have always, in some small ways, reverted you. to You're traditional guy, feminine though. roles. You're a different type of guy. Without being means. asked. Without how, being how long asked. you guys been together? And I think, I think, and I think couples are happy that way a to year? some extent. Yeah. Mm. I give no? you six more months. That's cool. I'm going to give you. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to, my personal life doesn't <laughs> no, need to no, be interrogated. You know, I'm, I'm only busting your chops. It's fine. I mean, I mean, your moms, your moms, it's in you. Like, I enjoy cooking for my boyfriend because be I like signifier. cooking for somebody no, you should I only love. Do it if, you should only do it if you want to. Right, but like that's, that's, that's the accomplishment of feminism, yeah. that you don't have to do it. But it shouldn't be the accomplishment of feminism. It shouldn't be to pretend that she might not enjoy doing it. But You're that's all, my that point. would be like me being like, what's your age disparity with you and your wife? You know what I mean? Like, it's like everybody's different. Like, you know, like people... There are no judgments, you know? Like, Do you believe that there you, is nothing inside a human female... Which suits them more than the male to, 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 to lead a country? No, yes, to, to, I think to take that care of a young, should to take care of a baby, president like Margaret Thatcher. To take exactly, I think the 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 capacity, the How empathy, get, and the uh, intuition that like lets <laughs> women take care of babies is exactly what we need to run our countries, to run our schools, to run our hospitals, to run our uh, everything. Like I do so believe do women in leadership positions across the board women would be already far run the better. Schools. Um, than men. So, okay, fair enough. Great. Now you've you've totally shattered. You in, have just. I could take that and run right through it to to start saying you have just you have just um I, validated the very idea of stereotypes. You are saying that it's okay to say that women are inherently I think better after at this year? something, <laughs> which means that I can come back to say men are better at this. And yeah, women men are, are that and some men are better at some things. Women, no, not you know, some. But here's the thing: we did say that we didn't want to talk about gender yeah. as like a binary. Yeah. You know, like it's not just men, women. It's no, it's, like it's, it's a, a spectrum. So, but it's, but it's probabilities. In other words, most women don't have dicks. <laughs> there are chicks with dicks, and people have different yeah. levels of testosterone and estrogen and all these hormones right. that affect their behavior. But it's very behavior. rare for a woman to have as much testosterone as a man. And it, as a man, it occurs. Here's the okay. thing: like going back to like cooking for your loved one or whatever, yeah. which sounds why, amazing. Why do we have to like even bring gender into it? Why can't I just like be somebody who likes to cook for like the yeah. person who I live with? And like it, like really to me is like totally doesn't have anything to do with it. And like I resent that it's like. I resent the idea that me enjoying like making breakfast for my boyfriend means that I'm like going back to like 1950. No, I didn't say that. No, I I know you resent the idea that it might be within your nature a little bit. Cooking, no, not cooking to to nurturing, 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 and leadership and judgment. Yes, 
but I mean, yeah, sure. I'm, an egg. No. I'm, fi- I'm totally fine. Like I have estrogen. It makes me behave in a certain way. Like, <laughs> do, do, fine. Do you ever exactly. think about on the, on the, you know, on less the, on, female shooters? You know what I mean? Well, on the, well, they, they can't shoot very well. But on, on, few, fewer female. Shooters, I love yeah. being on, able to hand. Yeah. Well, on the idea, the, more, the, more, the idea more, of, more of, of fewer women in leadership positions. I mean, um, you know, Congress is obviously something that most citizens do not trust. Politicians are you know, notorious for not being trustful. Do we really want more women to have those shitty characteristics? I mean, is that what really what we're asking about? for? We got, we got to wrap it Wait, up. This is. Oh, let's end on that because it doesn't even deserve an answer. No, it does. Oh. I don't, no, come on. You don't. You want women to be? Uh, to be Do more, I want more... women to be in government? Yes. I, no, but, but they, they got to be assholes to I be in government. The I idea know. that women crazy. are actually like inherently more moral than men. Like me too. Like, I, I resent that. Like people. Maybe are... not more moral, but. Again, I mean, if you I just... don't I don't think women are better than men in any way. And I think that that's like yeah. a broken way of understanding feminism. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like qualified. You have your hormones affect your who you are. But like women, I mean, we can women are corrupt, too. Like no one's saying women aren't corrupt, yeah. but like look at male school shooters. Like look yeah, at I'm like, like Jenna. You, you can say anything you want. I'm not rapists. getting a male au pair to take care of my kids. I don't care what you say. What, what kind of nonsense? Is gonna That's be a the girl, other thing too. Woman. I for so long, I for, but literally before Trump, I held that view. I was like, women, but then just looking at everything, the Harvey Weinstein's of the world, the Trump's of the world, you're just like, maybe we just should have like a social experiment where for like a decade, we just like let women lead and see what it looks like. Cause like men have led, you know, since the beginning, the governor of Alabama is a woman. And she protected Roy Moore just okay, because. Keep saying Ann Coulter, for that was Sarah Palin. I mean, there was the story yeah. that came out yeah. in the Times yesterday about Hillary Clinton declining to that fire. Sucked, but we're, her Hillary Clinton is not all women. You know yes, what I mean? she is. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, it's just like, whatever. Look, this is a controversial point. I'm every woman. I, I it's all in me. I don't talk about because I'm Whitney not Houston. totally right. I'm she just, is the gift that keeps on giving. My God. Why don't you do people on the left just get rid of this woman already? I mean, how many times you got to explain her to us? Like just making excuses for this woman for 30 years already. I, she's impossible. She's like now, I mean, so here, I can use my statistical knowledge. His like Be poll, careful. Her, careful here. her favorability rating may be lower than Trump's or it's at least neck and neck. I think that Hillary Clinton is falling out of favor. And as like more of the Bernie bro variety leftists, I feel like there are a lot oh of God. people on the left who really do not like her. But I, I that's fine. Yeah. I mean, she's no longer in power. Yeah. Let's move on. Anyway, right, okay, right. bye. She wants to go. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, uh, thank you guys so much. Would you like to share your contact information? Uh, and you have a new show coming. <laughs> My contact information? <laughs> oh, I have a show coming out on Adult Swim. Yeah. Uh, we have a segment on campus rape that I think you'll find. <laughs> Okay. Oh, that's why she wants the stats. Yeah, all right. She'll have to retract no, 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 it. I'll, I'll email you um, the thing I'm talking when about. When is it? So. What, what? Uh, it's coming out mid-February, I think. Think, don't quote me, February 18th at midnight, along with an Eric Andre special. Or little. So is it the 17th if it's at midnight or? Uh, it will be, well, on the West Coast, it's the 18th. So I guess it would be like the 19th. Cool. It would, or it would be the 19th if it's at midnight. Sweet. Not the nice. 17th, yeah. Okay. Congratulations. All right. Do you like Sherry's Twitter or no? Yeah. You know, uh, it's my name, Jenna with one N, Friedman, F R I E D M A N. You, sir. Yeah, my name is uh, Statistical. On, uh, <laughs> no, uh, uh, Lou on the subway. Uh, check out We the Internet TV. And we have uh, our first We the Internet Live Tuesday, January 30th, 8 p.m. at the Crane Theater. We're talking about employment. So we have stand-up. We're screening videos. We have a panel discussion on what um, employment's going to look like in the developing economy. And it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> nice, <laughs> for you. 
Um, for pretty much all of my social media is cool Kelsey, cool with a K. Um, yeah, that's uh, pretty much what I'm on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, you can read my writing on vice.com. <laughs> I have a bunch of features in the works that I'm really excited to for the world to see. Um, and I have a bunch of shows coming up that I actually can't remember. So follow me on Twitter and Instagram, Eve Pizer, E-V-E-P-E-Y-S-E-R. I'm really good at social media. It's like the only thing I'm good at. So. <laughs> what, what's your main thing that you write about? Politics. Politics. Eve is hilarious and very talented. Thank and, you. And she's funny too. <laughs> uh, China Bria. Correct. Uh, China Bria and Twitter and Instagram. Deepu's and still trying to Google those stats. <laughs> 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 All right. And uh, Artu Deepu. And for us, um, live from America at ComedyCellar.com. Thank you. Have a good night. Yeah, send us an email. Tell me how, tell how much you agree with me. <laughs> or disagree and agree. You were listening to Live from America podcast. To contact us, please go to www.livefromamericapodcast.com. Brought to you by the Comedy Seller and Rethink Production. 